Hi, welcome to the CND podcast. I'm Christopher Stewart. With pre-regs having received the results from the GPHC summer assessment, I wanted to find out what the next steps were for those who are unsuccessful in their pre-reg exam. To do this, I spoke to Simon Harris, Head of Education and Training at the Greenlight Campus. I think if, if this happens and pre-regs are unsuccessful, it's time to um, make a plan uh, and focus on the next steps. People do fail the, the GPHC assessments, and often it's for a range of reasons. And I think what I'd encourage pre-regs to do is think, what happened? And really be, be honest with themselves about what happened in the run-up to the exam. How did they prepare? What were they doing in the weeks and days before the exam? Were they ready for the exam, both in terms of their knowledge, but also physically and mentally? Were they ready for the exam? Were they fit to sit the exam? And the GPHC have a lot of guidance on whether they are fit to sit. Had they looked through the the GPHC exam framework, which is a full list of, of all the learning outcomes, of all the assessment topics which may come up in the GPHC exam. They need to th- reflect on their abilities with calculations. Were they comfortable with all 12 types of GPHC calculations in the exam framework? If not, then, then that will start to inform some of their next steps. So how do these pre-regs go about setting up and getting organised for the next exam they're going to take? Well, I think, first of all, it's, it's really important to for parents to stop and think what happened in the in the first attempt and and not immediately assume that they will automatically do the September sitting if that is the next one. If they think about the time that's available between getting the results at the end of July and then sitting the September exam, there's not a huge amount of time available to, to fix gaps in the knowledge. Of course, if they, they were unsuccessful by one or two points and, and they are very clear on what they did wrong, then then absolutely, if they feel they're ready, they can do the September exam. But if, on the other hand, they feel, you know what, they failed by quite a significant amount and they really weren't prepared for it, they should really be thinking, is sitting the exam in September a good idea? Or in fact, should they continue working, continue building their skills and knowledge and experience and then sitting the, the, the exam the following June. There are quite a few factors for them to consider, though, and it's not an easy decision, and I'd encourage them to talk to their tutor about the decision. And the other thing to think about is the eight-year rule, which is the amount of time that people have from beginning the M-Farm degree until registering as a pharmacist. So if people have had to repeat a year, for example, or if they've been off or postponed training for things like maternity leave, they need to make sure that they're not going to go beyond those eight years. But all that information is available on the GPHC website. And if anyone's unsure, I'd really encourage them to contact um, the excellent team at the GPHC who can help give guidance and advice on that. If pre-reg who has been unsuccessful is feeling down or upset about it, uh, where should they go or who should they speak to? Yeah, it's really tough to, to... except after all that hard work and effort and, and studying if people are unsuccessful at the exam. And I'd encourage them to contact Pharmacist Support primarily, who are a fantastic charity available for pharmacists and for pre-registration pharmacists and their families to help them get through tough times like this. Um, actually, one of the most common um, or frequent caller groups are pre-registration pharmacists, either in the run-up to the exam or after receiving the results. And they are trained experts who can give some solid guidance on that. And of course, if they really feel that um, they're feeling very stressed and anxious about it, then I'd encourage them to talk to, to family members, to friends, uh, and even you know the, the appropriate healthcare professional if they feel like they need some further support. Once they've got themselves in the right mind space, how can they reflect on their exam performance? It's very important to reflect on exam performance. And we talked a bit earlier about 
thinking what do they what did the pre-reg do in the the months the weeks the days leading up to the exam how did they prepare I always encourage pre-regs to have a revision timetable. So that's a plan on how they're going to cover the whole exam framework before the registration assessment. Did they do that? That's something they need to, to answer themselves. It's really important to try and really be honest with themselves about what happened. I often hear pre-regs trying to blame other people or organizations for what went wrong, but that's not really very productive and it's not going to help them get through the next registration assessment. So really trying to focus on a productive plan for next steps would be my best advice. I imagine some people will have lined up work, say it was um, summer work with their employer or like local work over summer, or maybe they've looked at doing a hospital placement. How do they deal with that sort of scenario? Yeah, that can be a, a tough conversation. I think there's, there's not really any way of avoiding it. And probably the, the more notice that the pre-reg can give their employer, the better. So as soon as they find out they've been unsuccessful, they should contact any any agency or any organization where they were going to work and they had planned pharmacists work in, they should let them know that they've been unsuccessful and they won't be able to do that so they can then arrange an alternative pharmacist. It is a difficult conversation, but that, that really is the, the first thing they need to do to give them the most time to find a replacement. Sometimes it's quite difficult to speak to your tutor because they've either guided you through this or, as you said earlier, you mentioned blame. Some people might feel like they weren't supported enough. What sort of discussions should the pre-reg have then with their tutor? So I think with this, this is something I've, I've experienced quite a lot in the past. I would strongly, strongly encourage pre-regs to get back in touch with their tutor, to not disappear and hide away. There's no shame in being unsuccessful in the registration assessment. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. They, they need to get as much advice and support as possible. And that involves talking to other people. So get back in touch with your tutor, explain what happened and discuss the next steps. If you don't feel comfortable talking to your tutor, perhaps talk to, to other colleagues or friends or other pharmacists that you've worked with in the past, or again, pharmacist support that you can talk to and start to plan next steps. But what I see going wrong sometimes is pre-regs who've been unsuccessful, who then they, they hide away from all other pre-regs. They don't want to talk to anyone that they used to work with because they're, they're not feeling up to it. And that can often lead to a snowball effect where they're then unsuccessful in the second attempt because they haven't, they've dropped out the loop. They're no longer working in a pharmacy. They're no longer exposed to everyday situations and decision making. And when it comes to the exam again, they're not as, the, the knowledge and the application of the knowledge is not as fresh in their memory. So please do get back in touch with your tutor. Please do continue to work in the pharmacy, even if it's just one day a week. Having that current knowledge is so, so important um, and, and will help you to, to draw on that information when sitting in an exam situation. And in terms of the tutors themselves, how should they speak to or try to help the pre regs who are unsuccessful in the assessment? Well, I guess really sympathising with, with what's going on and that it is a difficult situation. Pre-regs often have family pressure, um, financial pressure, all sorts of other pressures on why passing the registration first time is, is so important for them. So tutors being sensitive to this. And throughout the year, tutors will be used to coaching and guiding and supporting their trainee. And this is just an extension of that. Um, but I think trying to help the pre-reg not continually focus on what went wrong and, and, and negativity but actually starting to think more positively and that they will get through it second time round. Some of the best pharmacists that I work with were unsuccessful in their registration assessment first time and often it's just due to exam technique or pressure or feeling anxious on the day and it's not a true reflection necessarily of the knowledge that they have. So they've not let anyone down 
Um, it's a disappointing time, but it's really important to pick themselves back up as best they can with support and start to make a plan to move forwards. Can they ask for feedback from the exam or do they just get um, broad brush advice? Well, what they'll get from the GPHC is their score in both paper one and paper two, as well as the pass mark in paper one and paper two. So they'll be able to see how much they've missed out on the pass mark by. There's no further advice or further personalized advice that the GPHC will offer. However, in the registration assessment preparation section, on the GPHC website, there are learning points from previous sittings of the exam. So at the moment, there are 2016 and 2017 learning points which are available. And I'd, I'd really encourage anyone who's unsuccessful to go back onto the GPHC website once the June 2018 learning points are published and try and look at that and see where you may have gone wrong to learn from that and, and address any gaps in your knowledge. What resources are available from the GPHC to help prepare for this? Well, in the pre-reg manual on the GPHC website, in section five is the section on the registration assessment. And there are a plethora of tools and guidance documents and example questions in there to help pre-regs prepare. The first thing I'd look at are the learning points from the previous registration assessments to find out where people have gone wrong, where people have gone well. And also importantly, how to how to fill in the answer sheet correctly to avoid any errors. The GPHC have also published videos which have worked examples of questions from both papers. And they have sample questions from both part one and part two, which aren't designed to be practice papers, but to help pre-regers understand how to answer questions from both papers. Of course, there's the exam framework, which covers all the different topics that should be learnt about and, and studied throughout the pre-reg year. And also information on requesting a reasonable adjustment. So that means people who maybe have a learning difficulty or who have a medical condition, which means they need extra time or a different type of chair or a different type of desk or a smaller room or whatever it is they need that they might have accessed at university, they should apply in good time to the GPHC for this. And when I say good time, there are a list of key dates, again, on the GPHC website under the education tab, which will tell them when they have to have that application in. There's also information on, am I fit to sit? So let's say the pre-reg was feeling very unwell on the morning of the exam, or they had financial worries in the run-up to the exam, or personal or relationship problems. They might not feel like they're fit to sit the exam, and they can make a decision to, to not sit it. Even if they've already applied for it, even if they've already paid for it, they can still decide not to sit it. And it's important to make sure that they report to the GPHC within five working days after the sitting has taken place in writing to confirm that they want to withdraw from that sitting using the appropriate form on the website. Those are the main tools that are available and I'd really strongly encourage pre-regs to look at all of them in advance of any exam sitting. That was Simon Harris discussing what pre-regs who are unsuccessful in their pre-reg exam should do next. As mentioned in the podcast, if you are upset or distressed about the result of your GPHC summer assessment, Please don't hesitate to get in contact with Pharmacist Support. This is a specialised independent charity for pharmacists and pharmacy students. For more on pharmacy careers, why not consider attending the CND Careers event this September in either London or Bradford. Don't forget to subscribe to CND's podcasts on iTunes or on your preferred Android app. Thanks for listening. <laughs>